everybody. I'm Pam Pastor, host of the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast. I'm thrilled that you found me. And welcome to Kid Talk, the powerhouse of Jesus, episode one. There's power in the name of Jesus. Together, we'll journey forth getting to know Jesus and his many friends. I hope you and your kiddos will join me and others each week as we adventure and explore life together. Our Bible stories are from Taylor's Bible Storybook, and periodically we'll delve into my mailbag and answer questions from listeners just like you. So if you have a question, make sure and email it to me at pampastorcopywriting at gmail.com. Again, that's pampastorcopywriting at gmail.com. I will make every effort to respond in a timely fashion. Did you know that God has a will? It's a will to share his wisdom with you. In the Bible, which is God's word for us, there's a book of poetry and songs called Psalms. And when we read this book, we can sing the words to God. He likes it when we sing praises to him. It makes him feel special and lets him know that we're thinking about him. In this book, one of the key verses says, let everything that lives sing praises to the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's you and that's me. We're part of everything that lives. God also says in Psalm chapter 34 verse 11, come my children and listen to me and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Do you know what it means to fear the Lord? We're not to be afraid of God, our Lord, but we do need to have a healthy love and respect and awe for Him. We get God's attention by talking to His Son, Jesus. When we talk to Jesus, we can tell Him anything and everything that's important to us. And we can be certain if it matters to us, it will matter to Jesus also. We can be assured that Jesus always hears and acts on our behalf because we love him. And many Bible stories connect the dots. Again, when we read to fear the Lord, the author's strongly suggesting that we follow Jesus because we love him. But did you know, kids, that we're able to love Jesus because he first loved us? Wow, think about that. The creator of the universe loves us. He loves you. And Jesus wants us to obey him. He gives us rules and directions so we can live a good life. It's not because he's mean and and he wants us to just be scared of him. He also wants what's best for his children. And when you're his child, it doesn't matter if you're one years old or you're 101 years old. You're always going to be his child. And when we make a decision to follow Jesus, we don't tell lies. We don't talk about people. That's called gossip. We don't do bad things. And you might be wondering, well, then what do we do? Well, we share. We give our friends compliments and we encourage them. When they're sad, we listen. We listen to our parents. We say nice things, not hurtful words. And when we treat other people like the way that we want to be treated, that's known as following the golden rule. And we tell others about our friend Jesus and the wonderful things he does in our life. 
And did you know that you are a gift from God to your parents? Yes, you are. You're like a reward that they received when you were born. And Jesus tells us in his book of Psalms that he teaches us from our earliest childhood. And Jesus's friend David had a heart that was turned towards God constantly. So he would always be telling other people about all the wonderful things Jesus had done for him. So do you know what the word constantly means? It means all the time. He would talk about Jesus to his friends and to his family. You probably have a curious mind and a trusting heart. Being a child, you have the ability to help shape the future of our world. God says you are his most valuable masterpiece. Yes, you. And if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be hanging right smack dab in the middle of it. So today's Bible story is called God Makes a Beautiful World. Are you ready to explore one of Jesus' stories? Great, me too. But before we dig in, as you listen, be thinking about these questions I'm going to ask you because they're going to help you to remember what you're learning from the story. So question number one, what was everything like before God created the world? What did it look like? And how did God make the person called Adam that we're going to talk about? And how did God make this other person called Eve, who was Adam's wife? Think about that too. And then what happened on the seventh day? And last question, what did God tell Adam and Eve that they must never do? So I'm going to read those to you one more time, just so you can be thinking about them. What was everything like before God created the world? How did God make Adam and how did he make Eve? And what happened on the seventh day of creation? And what did God tell Adam and Eve that they must never do? All right, let's dig into our story. Long, long ago, long before anyone can remember, God made the world. But it didn't look the way it does now, for there were no people, no animals, birds, trees, bushes, or flowers. Everything was lonely and dark. There's our answer to our first question. Then God made the light. He said, let there be light, and light came. God was pleased with it. He gave the light a name, calling it day. And when the day was gone and the darkness came again, he called the darkness night. God did these things on the first day of creation. Then God made the sky above the earth, and he gave the sky a name too, calling it heaven. God did this on the second day of creation. Now God said that the waters covering the earth should become oceans and lakes and the dry land should disappear or should appear. Then he made the grass grow and the bushes and trees. All this was on the third day of creation. On the fourth day, God let the sun shine in the daytime and the moon and stars at night. On the fifth day, he made great sea monsters and all the fish. 
and he made the birds. Some like the ducks and geese to fly over the water and swim on it and live near it. And others like eagles, robins, pigeons, and wrens to live in the woods and fields. On the sixth day of creation, God made the animals. Those that are wild and live out in the forest, such as elephants, lions, tigers, and bears. And those that are tame and useful, such as rabbits, horses, cows, and sheep. And he made the little insects, such as the ants that crawl around on the ground, and the little bees that fly from flower to flower. Then God made man, and his name was Adam. This is how God made him. He took some dust from the ground and formed it into a man's body and breathed into it. And the man began to breathe and became alive and walked around. That might be our answer to our second question. And the Lord God planted a beautiful park as a home for the man. He had made calling it the Garden of Eden. In it, God planted lovely trees full of delicious fruit for the man to eat. A river flowed through the park and watered it. God told Adam he could eat any fruit in the garden except the fruit from one tree called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If he took one bite from the tree's fruit, God said Adam would begin to die. Adam was the only person in the world and he was lonely. God decided it wasn't good for him to be alone, so he made another person to be with Adam and to help him. This is how he did it. He put Adam to sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of Adam's ribs and made a woman from it. Then God brought the woman to Adam, and she became his wife. Her name was Eve. Hmm, I think that's the answer to question number three. God sent all the animals and birds to Adam so he could give a name to each kind. Then God looked at all he had made in those six days and he was very pleased. So the earth and the skies and all the plants and animals were finished in six days of creation. On the seventh day, God rested. So it was a quiet and different day from all the others and a holy day of rest. That might be one of our questions too. So let's review those questions. What was everything like before God created the world? How did God make Adam? How did God make Eve? What happened on the seventh day? And what did God tell Adam and Eve that they must never ever do? All right, and we're going to read the story one more time quickly through to make sure that you've got the answer to those questions. Long, long ago, long before anyone can remember, God made the world, but it didn't look the way it does now. For there were no people, animals, birds, trees, bushes, or flowers. Everything was lonely and dark. Then God made the light. He said, let there be light, and light came. God was pleased with it. He gave the light a name, calling it day. And when the day was gone and the darkness came again, he called the darkness night. God did these things on the first day of creation. Then God made the sky above the earth and he gave the sky a name too, calling it heaven. God did this on the second day of creation. 
Now God said that the waters covering the earth should become oceans and lakes, and the dry land should appear. Then he made the grass grow in the bushes and trees. All this was on the third day of creation. On the fourth day, God let the sun shine in the daytime and the moon and stars at night. On the fifth day, he made great sea monsters and all the fish. And he made the birds, some like the ducks and geese, to fly over the water and swim on it and live near it, and others like eagles, robins, pigeons, and wrens to live in the woods and fields. On the sixth day of creation, God made the animals, those that are wild and live out in the forest, such as elephants, lions, tigers, and bears, and those that are tame and useful, such as rabbits, horses, cows, and sheep. And he made the little insects, such as the ants that crawl around on the ground, and the little bees that fly from flower to flower. Then God made man and named him Adam. This is how God made him. He took some dust from the ground and formed it into a man's body and breathed into it. And the man began to breathe and became alive and walked around. And the Lord God planted a beautiful park as a home for the man he had made, calling it the Garden of Eden. In it, God planted lovely trees full of delicious fruit for the man to eat. A river flowed through the park and watered it. And God told Adam he could eat any fruit in the garden except the fruit from one tree called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If he took one bite from the tree's fruit, God said Adam would begin to die. Adam was the only person in all the world. He was lonely. God decided it wasn't good for him to be alone, so he made another person to be with Adam and to help him. This is how he did it. He put Adam to sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of Adam's ribs and made a woman from it. Then God brought the woman to Adam, and she became his wife. Her name was Eve. God sent all the animals and birds to Adam so he could give a name to each kind. Then God looked at all he had made in those six days, and he was very pleased. So the earth and the skies and all the plants and animals were finished in six days of creation. On the seventh day, God rested. So it was a quiet and a different day from all the others and a holy day of rest. Well, that ends our story. And kiddos, did you know that you're God's children too? One day when you're really, really, really old, God wants you to come and live with him. And if this is what you want too, then tell God, sorry for any of the bad things that haven't been what he wanted you to do, but maybe you did it anyway. Maybe we listened to the wrong friends. But if we say sorry and we really mean it, God will accept our apology. And then just ask God to come live in your heart. This way he's always with you. And then finally just tell God that you believe his son Jesus died on the cross for you. All right? Amen. And kids, this is what's called being born again spiritually. And you may need an adult to help you with this concept. And that's okay. 
You know that what you did by asking Jesus to be in your heart is something that you will never be sorry for. So congratulations. And when you have the opportunity to read, pick up some of the Bible stories like the one I just shared with you. You'll never have a dull moment or be bored again. And Jesus loves you and so do I. God bless you. Now let's close in prayer. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. And the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast will be available most days during the week. And today was episode one of a special Kid Talk podcast, which is going to air on Wednesdays. So I encourage you to tune in along with your children for your favorite Bible stories that you grew up with. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus's unlimited power in our present day lives. We delve into many topics such as forgiveness, how to be joyful, and what love and action looks like in many more topics. I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark on a podcast of adventure and exploration of life together. So please join me. And if you like this podcast, make sure and like and subscribe so you'll get the latest episodes when they become available. And many of the podcasts will be referencing my book, The Grace and Peace of God Love Wins. If you found the content inspiring or interesting, you can pick up a copy of the book from my website, and that's pampastorcopywriting.com or at Amazon or Barnes & Noble, even Dorrance.com. And if you're unable to afford a copy, please write to me at the email address I've provided and I'll find a way to get a free copy into your hands. And if you know anyone who may be interested in this material, please share a copy with them too. Until next time, be blessed.